Welcome to The Building Code. I'm Zach Watovich. And I'm Charlie Bertwistle. And we are back in the studio with a very exciting guest, uh, Pete Newstrom from Aerolift. You want to tell us a little bit about what Aerolift does, Zach? Yeah, so we wanted to kind of take a look from the subcontractor perspective, builder trend, but also kind of an area of construction that we don't hear a lot about, which is elevators. Growing thing for a lot of custom home builders to obviously have elevators in their home. Sounds like you know, you might be interested when we're looking at the website. I am very interested. Uh, we'll we'll definitely have a link to aerolift.com in the show notes, but really, really cool designs out there. And, uh, you know, I, it sounds like, and obviously we'll ask Pete about this, but it's transitioning a little bit more away from, you know, this is just something that people are putting in their homes for accessibility, people with wheelchairs, things like that, to know this can be a feature in your house. Um, they're, you know, they're cheaper, they're better technology. It's not just for giant LA mansions anymore, but little Omaha, um, <laughs> Omaha, you know, f- uh, family home that I just bought can now have a elevator in it. You really want to make this happen. I can see it on your face. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. I'll just keep talking about it and then maybe somehow it'll gonna manifest happen. it. Huh? Yeah. That's what we're going to go for. Well, the interesting thing about this company is small company, but they have 13 locations started as a family business right. now across many markets in the United States. Let's get Pete in here. Let's start talking about Aerolift and see what we can learn. Let's do it. Pete, thanks for joining us today on The Building Code. It's great to have you here. Let's kind of start with the basics. We always like to ask our customers, tell us about Aerolift. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. Nice to meet you all. Um, so Aerolift is our family business. I work in business with my father who started the business in the 1980s and my two brothers. And of course, we have a, a great team that works with us every day. And uh, we're a, a specialty uh, subcontractor. Uh, we sell, install, and do service work on uh, accessibility lifts and specialty elevators, including home elevators. And we've been doing that for uh, just over 35 years. Where are you guys located? I, I kind of was poking around, just doing a little research like Charlie and I like to do, get to know you a little bit before we actually get to meet you. And I noticed you have quite a few locations. It's really interesting to see kind of all the markets you're in and, and you know, you're a family business, but you have quite a presence across the U.S., huh? Yeah, yeah. We've, we've been uh, fortunate to be able to grow our business as uh, time goes along. Uh, we, we started in northern Minnesota in a town called uh, Duluth, um, which... Uh, you may have heard of because now they have funny commercials uh, on TV. The but Duluth Trading <laughs> Company, day, was, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, back in the day, it was just kind of a small uh, town on Lake Superior in northern Minnesota in the, in the Northwoods. And, um, anyway, it's a great place to grow up, and that's where our company started as well. And then uh, over time, we added offices in the Twin Cities and uh, Wisconsin right next door, and then uh, some other states, including Ohio, where I live, as well as uh, California, where uh, one of my brothers lives as well. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, like Zach said, I was definitely surprised uh, when I was visiting your website, all the different locations you guys have. Uh, so I guess to uh, zoom back in time a little bit, how did you uh, kind of get started with Aerolift and kind of what's your current role there now? Yeah, so <laughs> um, growing up in a, in a family business, uh, you're kind of always involved to right. some extent, at least uh, in my experience. Um, I'd say whether you like it or not, but it, <laughs> but it's always been uh, pretty pretty enjoyable yeah. in one way or another. And so um, I remember, you know, just doing things like um, staffing the state fair booth, handing out brochures about Aerolift, 
in, in high school and stuff like that. And then, you know, helping out on construction sites during college and, 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 and that. And, uh, and then I actually, uh, after college went to, um, uh, joined the air force for a few years and, uh, I did that. And then afterwards didn't really, uh, have my heart set on joining the family business quite yet. Went to business school and worked for a large company. And, and, uh, at, at one point, um, during business school started, uh, you know, working for the family business Aerolift part-time and it just kind of had the, you know, the hooks was, the hook was set and, um, uh, the involvement grew and grew and, and, uh, made it a full-time job about, uh, eight years ago. And, uh, have just really enjoyed doing a little bit of everything from sales to installation. And, and now I, um, help with a lot of the back office functions like accounting and marketing and, and that kind of thing. Wear a lot of hats in those family businesses, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, it's one of the, it's one of the challenges and it's also, uh, something that keeps it interesting day in and day out. The, uh, the kind of various products that you guys offer. Um, I know you had some listed on there. I mean, look awesome. Uh, I, I, as uh, I Charlie's was, interested, you're going to bring one uh, elevator service to Omaha, Nebraska to hook up. Yeah, hundred percent. I would say you have abode. A, very, a very hot lead. Um, in Charlie Bertwistle <laughs> right now, Pete, for installing one of these, uh, what would you say kind of like, uh, who are your kind of typical clients outside of, you know, podcast hosts, um, <laughs> who do you typically serve? What are kind of like their range of needs and how does that, uh, you know, kind of build process, uh, generally look like? Yeah. So, um, our, our clients are both. Uh, well, I, to take a, take a step back, um, we do both residential and non-residential work. And in both cases, our clients can either be the uh, building owner. So obviously in, our, in a residential sense, it's, it's the homeowner, but also um, construction professionals uh, and design that includes design professionals. So home builders, architects uh, as well. And um, so those are uh, folks obviously you know where we're where we're located in the uh, midwest and, and out on the west coast as well when you are you know talking to customers from a like a residential standpoint or from a commercial standpoint um what what are the kind of the differences between working with those builder populations i mean i'm just curious of kind of your relationship with you know do you have builders that you're like kind of always working with or do you have kind of a an outbound approach or you know, from a homeowner standpoint, does it change the the way that you you know provide services? I'm just kind of curious about um, that aspect. So we really try and um, be relationship focused either way, right? Um, whether we're dealing with a private homeowner or whether we're dealing with a home builder that we've done a number of of jobs for, um, we just you know we try and put that relationship first and turn it into a, a long lasting relationship. Um, and uh you know you, you asked about um some of the different uh, products we work with and so that could be something as simple as uh, a chair that goes up and down the stairs you know stair left or it could be something as uh complex as a luxury glass home elevator which might have been uh what charlie was <laughs> you know looking at earlier yeah, definitely within budget to. um so we do some <laughs> What's that? Definitely within his budget, the the glass elevator. He wants the most, you know, yes. grandiose Top of the line. Uh, elevator that he can get. <laughs> I hope so. We'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about that offline chart. <laughs> Perfect. But I look forward to it. <laughs> but yeah, so so whether it's um, something relatively simply simple or 
or uh, fairly complex, you know, we're really just looking to um, meet or you know, hopefully exceed the uh, aims of, of the client. And, and again, that could be a home builder where, um, you know, each job is different, obviously, you know, and so we, we try and have a uh, broad array of, um, you know, lifts and, and elevators uh, to satisfy, you know, um, you know, something that we're, for home elevators, for example, a lot of times uh, the designer or the homeowner is looking to blend in, you know, have the elevator blend into the home design. You know, you match the fixtures and, you know, maybe you match the flooring and, and, and stuff like that. Um, but a lot of times it's also uh, to stand out, you know, and be a design statement like uh, one of those, you know, like a, a high-end glass elevator. And so um, really we just try and, uh, you know, prepare ourselves to be able to meet the need um, whatever it is and, and maintain that long lasting relationship. So I think when you talk about meeting the need and, you know, maintaining relationships, you're in a, a really unique position, a really interesting position for Zach and I, where you've been with, you know, this is a family business. So you've been able to see Aerolift, you know, over the past, you know, couple decades. Uh, what kind of, how have those needs of your clients kind of shifted, um, as you know, technology advances, um, different codes, you know, change in the building and, you know, site, and then just general trends of, you know, having, you know, home elevators and things like that to make, you know, increased accessibility, but also, as you, you mentioned, just have it more of a, a feature and a design thing. What kind of shifts in the industry have you had the, uh, you know, pr ability to uh, view over the past few years? Yeah, there's, there's definitely been a shift, as, as you say. Um, obviously, the uh, average age of the you know, American population is getting older. There's more baby boomers who are you know, uh, either building or planning or already moved into their quote unquote forever homes. Right. And, um, so the, the type of thing that we do is, is much more common than say 20, 30 years ago, um, where accessibility was, um, maybe more of a, uh, about the utility, you know, the, the being able to physically access things, uh, which is obviously still part of the equation, but at the same time, I think there's a couple things that have changed. Um, number one, uh, there are more options for folks. Um, so whether it's uh, aesthetic options or, you know, like, um, uh, you know, be, again, being able to, to match the decor of the homes more uh, fully or whether it's, um, you know, more, more uh, practical uh, type of options like the drive system. I mean, we install a, a type of elevator that's actually powered by air, uh, which is really cool. Wow. Um, and then they have, uh, this is another example, something these days called a shaftless elevator where um, it's, it's it almost looks like a large, uh, nice looking phone booth that doesn't have a shaft and it just moves in between two floors. And, and there's, so there's kind of a, a false floor when it's on the lower floor. And then when it goes up, it just kind of disappears and, and the space is open. It's really cool. So, so, so there, there are more options in that regard too. And then the other thing uh, that I think has changed over the last uh, few decades is um, more people are planning ahead as opposed to being reactive and um, adapting uh, you know, to a, a sudden or uh, unexpected set of circumstances and you know, making a home that was built like all the other ones around it, uh, wheelchair accessible. Now it's much more common for folks to plan ahead 
and you know a lot of times they're putting the elevator in before it's physically you know looked at as a need or if that's not in the budget they might just stack closets in advance so that you know however many years in the future when an elevator is in the budget or is needed uh, it's that much easier to add to the home so those are a couple of the, the main changes that i've seen so do you think it's fair to say that compared to when you were you know getting started and, and coming back to work at your family business that accessibility in general has improved kind of industry-wide compared to where it was 20 30 years ago yeah i i think that's definitely uh i think that's definitely true um and, and there's there's also on the uh, builder side and the remodeling side there's um, certifications and programs uh, that help with that like the cap certification and uh, NHB has uh, similar programs and so um yeah but i i I do think that the focus is um, the focus on accessibility has grown as it should, uh, you know, obviously to serve, um, you know, more and more people throughout the, the country. So shifting from the, you know, trends that trends in the past that you've seen, uh, to the future, uh, what kind of, you know, what excites you about the future of, you know, uh, elevators and, you know, improved accessibilities in the home space and where do you kind of see this industry trending over, you know, the next couple decades? Yeah. Well, I think we're um, entering a, a point in time where, um, you know, back in the day, I, I, I think that there were uh, primarily, you know, two types of situations where you'd find a home elevator. One is if it was needed for wheelchair accessibility, and, and the other is, you know, if it was in kind of a, uh, you know, large mansion type of state, you know, where, where uh, money wasn't an issue. And I think we're um, entering into an exciting uh, time when uh, you don't have to be in one of those two situations to add a home elevator to your home. Uh, it's very common, um, you know, for folks, again, to be uh, planning their forever home, whether that's a remodeling job or whether it's a new, you know, custom home, and uh, to, to just, you know, go ahead and um, do that advanced planning and, and add the feature. And, um, so I, I think that's really exciting when you think about it because it has uh, broader ramifications too. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, senior care facilities or, or anything like that. They, they have their place and a lot of times that's you know, really the best uh, option that needs to happen for a specific individual. But at the same time, if you can plan ahead and you can you know, uh, extend the amount of time that you or your family member is able to live in your home, um, obviously that's a, a positive thing. And so I, I think that's, that's really exciting to take that from a relatively small uh, percentage of the population that's able to do that um, or doing it you know, based on a specific need to taking that to, to where it's you know, much more uh, common occurrence and almost you know, at, at some point, hopefully in the future, it becomes you know, the norm. Um, so that's a really exciting uh, possibility that I see. A thing I want to touch on too that's kind of interesting that piqued my interest is you brought up the innovation in, in home accessibility. Is there anything else kind of on the cutting edge or bleeding edge that maybe Charlie and I aren't aware of that I didn't even think about the it the technology advancement in the actual lift and elevator uh, markets and industry. So, I mean, I'm just genuinely curious. Is there other things that are out there that maybe people wouldn't be aware of that you guys also provide? Um, yeah, um, 
So it's, I mentioned a, a couple of the uh, more interesting ones earlier, uh, you know, such as that um, air powered uh, elevator and the, uh, you know, what they call a shaftless or through the floor elevator. And those are very, you know, eye catching. Um, but there's also simpler, you know, maybe uh, beneath the surface or, or behind the scenes improvements that are being made, um, you know, for example, pertaining to uh, safety, always, you know, have an eye on uh, safety and then also quality. You know, those are two of the uh, things that are always foremost in our minds. And um, so, uh, you know, things that are that are coming, you know, uh, would be um, things like integrating into uh, the Internet of Things and, um, you know, uh, having, you know, remote uh, visibility of uh, the lifts and elevators. And so that we're seeing more and more of that as time goes along. And, and those are pretty exciting. Um, but uh, yeah, the um, <laughs> in terms of the, the visual appeal, I would say definitely uh, either the, uh, the, the, the glass elevators or the through the floor elevators, they, they kind of remind a lot of folks of either um, George Jetson or, or the Star Trek beam me up type <laughs> situation. So we, we get some good customer feedback uh, from those types of lifts and elevators. So those are probably the, the fan favorites. The, uh, yeah, the, the article that you had sent over before this of the kind of the nine different examples that you had, the glass one is what, what caught, caught my caught eye. eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other really cool thing that you said there was the internet of things, which I hadn't even like thought about before, but man, that starts getting really, really cool when, cause obviously, you know, I have like a, a ring security system and like a nest thermostat and stuff like that. Like being able to call my elevator from my phone before I even like, I don't even have to worry about pressing the button and waiting. It's just like there for me on the schedule. Like you start being able to do some pretty cool things once you get that integrated in your tech. One of the things Absolutely. that I was also curious about, and, and I see that you guys also provide the service. I mean, is the maintenance of home accessibility a consideration that clients are curious about, or is there anything you can kind of tell us about that side of things? Yeah, it's definitely an important consideration, and, and it ties back to um, you know two of the um, priorities that, that I mentioned earlier, which is safety and, and reliability. Um, because you know, elevators, it, you know, kind of looks like a, a box that goes up and down. Or if you take a stair lift as another example, it looks like a, a chair that just goes up and down, and it can't be that complicated. But um, there are a lot of moving parts, you know, uh, like cars or you know a lot of other things that have both electrical and mechanical components and so it is important that they you know receive the the, the basic you know schedule maintenance and and that, that's something that we really uh, focus on try to communicate about you know early and often throughout our um, our process so that folks are aware of that and um, it doesn't have to be um, you know a major uh, event or anything like that um, just, you know, doing things in a, uh, scheduled and, and, uh, intentional manner can a lot of times, uh, you know, mitigate the, 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 um, you know, chances of something building up and then, you know, becoming a bigger deal further on down the line. Um, and so we just, you know, try and maintain a, a service focused mindset. Um, and, uh, that's, uh, that's something that I think is, um, you know, benefited our clients throughout the years. I imagine it's kind of have to be, a, a, you know, similar to your mechanicals, you know, make sure they get inspected, make sure you're routinely changing your air filter, all those things. It's, it's something that's there. But if you do kind of the, the things that you're supposed to do, it should 
really be an avoidable expense and and something that is you know working great uh, you know the majority of the time. You're absolutely right. And the other side of that too is that um, just like you know the, the, the car analogy, there's you know there's different different types of uh, equipment and and you know one of the advantages of being in business for over 35 years is we you know we've seen you know what works and what doesn't and, and you know we're fairly um, you know, selective about uh, which types of equipment we work with. And obviously we want to put our clients in the absolute best position to have, um, you know, an elevator lift that, you know, works perfectly every time it's needed. So we definitely put our best foot forward to accomplish that. The uh, one thing I kind of want to touch on, uh, which is really interesting, and I think we've been getting better at the podcast, having all sorts of different types of, you know, customers across the industry come in here. Uh, I think you are the official first uh, elevator company that we've had uh, on the pod. I think so. Which is awesome. Congrats there. Uh, we'll make sure to get your medal uh, sent out after this. But uh, no, it, it's cool because a lot of time people misconstrue builder trend uh, that, you know, is only for home builders as build in the title. Uh, but obviously, you know, it can be used across uh, anybody in the industry. So I'm kind of curious in, in your specific company, uh, you know, you have multiple locations, you're doing this kind of niche thing in the specialty market, um, but you're still using builder trends. So what have been kind of uh, some of your biggest wins, would you say, uh, implementing that in your your company? And how do you find it the most impactful or how are you guys using it? Yeah, so we uh, we love builder trend. Um, there's a few reasons. Uh, one is uh, usually it's good news when we get an email from builder trend. You know, it could be uh, a custom home builder inviting us to take a look at a project where we might you know, contribute with a, a custom home elevator or, you know, it might be, um, Hey, there's money on the way. So that's always good. News, <laughs> right. Especially for those of us working in accounting. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's, that's one of the reasons why we, we, uh, like builder spend, but you know, really, um, helps facilitate communication as well. Um, and so, uh, we, uh, do, um, have relationships with several custom home builders that use the builder trend platform. And, um, another reason, that we like it is that those jobs tend to uh, go relatively you know, smoothly. Um, it might be because the type of builder that uses Builder Trend is is you know the type of builder that really is deliberate with open communication with their clients and, and subcontractors, or you know uh, you know might be because of the added benefit that um, Builder Trend provides with uh, communicating with subcontractors like us. Um, but in any event, it, it does seem to. Uh, help things go smoothly, and so whether it's inviting us to to quote on a project, or um, you know, advising us that a, a purchase order has been issued, or um, uh, you know, asking us to to uh, sign a lien waiver, you know, any any of those things that um, can be administrative and and you know, somewhat uh, time consuming in some cases, especially when it all adds up, uh, is really facilitated by the the Builder Trend platform, and so. Um, yeah, we, we've definitely noticed that a lot of the, um, uh, you know, custom home builders that we do business with that really do great work have uh, gotten onto that platform. So we've gladly uh, jumped in just to um, be able to communicate with them effectively. I love hearing the subcontractor perspective on Builder Trend because the reality is we have thousands of subs logging in every day. Uh, and so they're, you know, they're doing, you're using it at the benefit of the builder. So I'm just curious, you know, from your perspective, you know, is subs that are like resistant to the technology adoption or adaption, I should say, uh, what would you say to them and say is like, you know, 
explore it, check it out. What, what were, how did, when you were introduced to builder trend, were you, were you kind of concerned or fearful or what was your perspective? Uh, yeah, I would, I would say yes. Um, it was a lot of times when you get invited to, uh, set up an account, it's kind of like, Oh, not again. Yeah. Here we go. Like, do I really have to do this? (laughs) (laughs) Can I avoid, can I avoid setting up this online account? Cause I already have hundreds of them. But, uh, once we actually did it, which wasn't difficult, um, it was, it was, you know, pretty clear that, uh, it it was worth our time and it's just not, it's not challenging. And the other thing I want to mention is, um, there have been times where I just didn't know what to do. Um, you know, I, I don't remember the specific case, but maybe it was, you know, um, how do I get this, um, job that I know is in builder trend to show up on my, you know, login or or something like that. Um, there's a number to call and the people on the other end, uh, are really helpful. Like genuinely, that's not always the case, right? We've all, uh, called tech support and, um, and sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's not, but I, I, it definitely sticks out in my mind. It's been several years, you know, uh, over the course of several years where it's very reliable. When I have a problem, I call and I, you know, somebody answers, uh, you know, in a, in a reasonable time frame and, and can help right on the spot. And so, um, so it's, you know, not only not intimidating, but when you have a problem, you can uh, work through it with uh, with the help of the Builder Trend team. So I, I really appreciated that. Well, we appreciate it. I love hearing that. I know Charlie does too. I always get fired up, and I will be going and talking to some of my people to say that they got a shout out on the podcast. So I, we appreciate that. Uh, how many builders are you working with through Builder Trend now? I'm just curious. If you had a guesstimate, um, if, can you? Yeah, no, it, it's it's. Um, it's a good number. You know, I, I don't know the exact number, but it's, it's not, uh, you know, it's not like one or two or three. It's, yeah. it's um, you know, like I said, a lot of the um, builders that, that we do work with that, that do really uh, outstanding work are on the platform. And I would say it's, uh, you know, some that we've done business with uh, for a few years, you know, maybe they weren't on it last time, but then next year, you know, it, it's through builder trend. So we've noticed that trend as well. There you go. That's awesome to hear. I, uh, your comment about, you know, every time you get an email, it's either about a new job or more money. I mean, tough to complain about that. I have a a demo account that I use for testing and I've never gotten any of those emails. So maybe I'm not using mine right, but (laughs) I always open those emails first, you know, when I'm catching on, when I'm catching up on email. (laughs) Well, we're about out of time, Pete. Thank you so much for joining the building code. I thought that we covered a lot of really interesting topics and getting your perspective both as a sub and an innovator in your your field. It was really great to meet you and and hopefully you found it to be a a fun half hour for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it and enjoyed meeting you and uh, uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks a lot, Pete. This was awesome. Uh, I'll be reaching out about that uh, glass elevator for my little two-story home in my house as well. Absolutely. Call me. (laughs) (laughs) Will do. Thanks, Pete. We just said our goodbyes to Pete here on The Building Code, another fantastic guest that joined us, Charlie. Good job. Yeah, back at you, man. I mean, uh, I meant what I said on there. I feel like we're getting a lot better. Um, Types of guests that we have on here, type of conversations that we're having, we're really 
um, expanding the podcast, expanding our friendship, expanding the the builder trend reach to all areas of the construction industry. Um, and, and Pete was a fantastic example of that. Yeah, good perspective uh, from the other side of the builder trend ecosystem with a, someone who isn't necessarily a paying subscriber, but still reaping the benefits of using software. Talk to your subcontractors about getting on board and yeah. really start using the software to expand your business and really grow what you're doing. Yeah, I thought you had a really good point in there when you talked about just our entire user base. You know, we generally think of the GCs and their company, but we have just as many, if not more, subcontractors on our platform every single day. So I thought Pete's tagline, maybe put this on a t-shirt, uh, where he said, uh, every email I get is either another job or another payment. Like, yeah, from a subcontractor, your two most exciting parts of your job more money, more jobs, uh, you know, that could be facilitated through builder trends. So that was really, really cool to hear. I always enjoy when people talk about, you know, how much they love builder trend. We, I feel like we do a decent job of not always just this being a sales podcast, but I do, I do think our guests do a really good job doing that for us. Yeah. You know, let the results speak for themselves, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Pete will go up even higher on my list. Uh, if he comes through with that, I'm, I'm that starting to keep track elevator. of your, your swag or or your hit list of things that you're gonna get yeah from your podcast experience you've got elevator you t-shirts t-shirts uh, other other you know de- uh, marketing deal well we did, worked out yeah uh even just locations i feel like we've pitched uh we were trying to go to australia at one point new zealand we were trying to go down to florida um the the thing i want to note we've gotten none of this this is all just imaginary so yes Join us next time on our podcast, The Building Code, where we try and expand Charlie's <laughs> stuff. Stuff. And if you don't want to be there for that, then what are we even doing? <laughs> but yeah. for real, thanks for joining us, Building Code. Remember to like, review, subscribe, wherever all podcasts are available. Check us out next time. Thank you. Thank you.